0: hello everyone and welcome to episode 10 of takeaways podcast with me alex from alex's kitchen story and me emma who is just honestly
1: so grateful to be back in the country God, i love england today i love england i literally got off the platform at king's cross in like did a
0: little like <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know um there's been air traffic control issues so their whole system went down we and a few others are suspicious it was maybe a hack but basically their whole system suspicious. went down across the whole of the uk they were having to manually plot to land all the flights everyone's transport was canceled basically emma got stuck in amsterdam she had a layover in amsterdam and i got stuck in berlin where i was for the weekend So it was just a nightmare, but we had loads of friends all affected by it. Some are still actually stuck in Europe and can't get back. I mean, an ongoing problem. Luckily, I had three flights cancelled. And then somehow last night, I just happened to be checking at the time and realised that our third flight had been cancelled for the one that was meant to fly tonight. And I just happened to be on the BA app. And then they were like, you can reschedule your flight. And I went on and there were seats available on the 7am one this morning. I honestly don't know how... There were remaining seats on that flight.
1: That's so, it so worked. lucky. And we got one. I got the last. I got the last train from Amsterdam to London. My God. I was shot so bad because then I told the guys behind me, and I, I, I've lost my luggage, I have my luggage, but got, I'm back in London. But I told the guys behind me in the queue to sort out the luggage. And then they were like, oh my God, amazing. I didn't think we have a train back. That's so cool. And we went on, and they were all sold out. I'm <laughs> so sorry.
0: I'm so, so sorry. lucky, though, that you got the last one, especially because your parents are here. Imagine if you were I in Amsterdam. Know.
1: First of all, I missed my flight going to meet my family in Lisbon, which is partly my fault, partly EasyJets' fault. I was in the airport. I was told it was delayed. And I misread the board four times. So it was kind of like a, a um, folly do. Like, I, I, I messed it up. They messed it up. With our powers combined, we <laughs> made me miss the flight. It was awful. And then... Oh my god! I can't remember.
0: I, I know what happened. You stayed overnight in a hotel room by the Oh airport. yeah, I did.
1: I did. I did. I stayed at the at a Luton at the Luton Ibis Hotel, and then flew out that day. And then the yeah on the um on the other leg got stuck in Amsterdam, and then had two trains back. Yesterday the first was delayed, and I had ten minutes to go through Eurostar security, which was incredibly dramatic and stressful but made it through and they were like no you've missed it you've missed it I'm sorry you've only got 10 minutes you are gonna have to be here and all the trains are sold out so you're here for another two nights minimum and i'm like oh my god my family will be gone from london by the time i get there and so i just sprinted i just ignored her and sprinted through security and, and made it i like got to the gate gate was shut i was like almost in tears i was like oh my god and then this guy had followed me the security guy and he was like okay let me let me buzz in and see if they'll let you up and he like did his walkie-talkie thing and and they let me on the train. so nice of him
0: at one point in Berlin, I was honestly considering finding a lorry to drive me through, through Europe from Germany,
1: crossing. Taking that movie Europe? Crossing
0: trail. the channel, I'll take. That's the only way I'm getting home at this point. Like a little big cargo a lorry trail. driver who's carrying
1: some goods. Strap you to the strap you and Sam to the roof. You need a bit of extra strapping tape it's than him in right there now. and stuff.
0: You know they've got spare seats in the front. They've got beds, like they'd have plenty of room. And I was like, we've got so
1: many suppliers at work that are based in Europe. Surely, it can't. would take so long. Even on my, I went through four extra countries than I wanted to, trying to get back from Lisbon to London. Like it would have taken you. That was on the train. It would have taken you so long. I know to get back. I think that was we were still we mapped it and it was going to be like. A- 20 something
0: hour drive, which I actually don't think I would have been up for. Well, I know I wouldn't have been up for that. No, no, we're not up
1: for that. So, basically, guys, what we're trying to say is we're grateful to be back in the motherland. We are, reporting um, we're work. very frazzled. I've just got a bought some wine from the offie. My local is doing three bottles of wine for guess how much? 20 quid. 11. So, I have for 11 pounds, of, I've partaken of the offer and I have one of each color. That I will be no doubt finishing by the end of the week because it is quite stressful having many, many guests. And I want to you know you want to show them a really good time, but then I don't know what kids can do. I don't know how much they can like get around and stuff. Can they drink? Rollshaw. Sure. Right. I wanna take them all up to Dalston Roof Park and I'm like, oh they probably don't let infants up. I don't know, man. Anyway, I did the zoo day. I'll be taking them all around East London, show them my like favourite things tomorrow. But yeah, it's all it's all go. On the fam trip, but it's so nice. I started thinking yesterday when I got home about when they go and I got really sad. Oh I'll process that later. Yeah, definitely. Don't don't cross that bridge before you need to. I I I love that saying and I will be doing that this week. Did you have dinner last night? Is my question. So got off the train and just mum and dad are like a 10 minute walk in King's Cross. So my big sister and brother went out for dinner with some of her friends and we and me, mum and dad babysat the girls. And so we just got tired taken so cute who did that for your sister yeah she had a really nice time she you know it's hard they just they live in Canada they don't have a lot of they don't have any family there um so you know they don't get a lot of time for them to go out as a couple and I think that's the
0: one hard thing about living abroad and it's something that I think about a lot is that you sort of do lose your independence once you have kids because yeah. you don't have family to help you out ever yeah if you ever want to do anything you're paying for a babysitter which is not cheap but it's also the guilt that comes with getting them a babysitter that wouldn't come with giving them to your parents or in laws.
1: So true. I don't think about that. Like, yeah, because it's bonding for them to spend. Like, I loved, and you know how kids kids are so obsessed with their parents when the parents are gone. Like, they're like way more chilled and like want to like hang out with you. And I loved looking after them. They look like such cute little girls too. Um. So what we really had for dinner, Thai. It was so good. We had a pet Thai. A gang, something curry, chicken, bang bang. chicken sticks, gang bang curry. Oh my god! At the Burger King in Lisbon, there's a a burger called the Brutal Gang Bang. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The Brutal Big Bang, Brutal <laughs> Gang Bang. That's what we were joking about. Though we were like, oh my god, it's called the Brutal Big Bang. And I thought of you because of the Big Bang Theory. It's a little bit different to the Brutal. Brutal Gang brutal King Bang. Well, I yeah, had hope. Honestly, it looked like a good burger, but I kind of couldn't bring myself to ask for it. Ha- Hi. Can I can't please have a brutal big bang? What's in it? Chicken, some spicy sauce, some bits. Brutal bits. Yeah. So, yeah, we had Thai and it was already nice. Yeah. Yes. What would you have? Well, because I was trapped in Berlin, is disgust. <laughs> trapped? <laughs> yeah. I was writing up an Instagram story and I was like... You Know, I saw some like, saw some love, like friends of ours who've moved there. So, another friend who lives there, and I was like, silver lining of being trapped in this city. And I was like, That's Yeah, it's a bit harsh, <laughs> isn't it? I actually really loved the city too. And like, stranded, it was not a bad place to be trapped. You got to stay in that lovely hotel, you got to stay on there. I know it was
0: such a nice hotel, and the staff was so nice. Like, this one girl was particularly amazing. And she was, we came down yes, last night, and she was like, Oh my god, you're still here. <laughs> Um, But she was really sweet. So we actually had dinner, which we hadn't done before, or any of the other nights we were there, at the hotel, which they have a restaurant called the House of Tandor. And I think it's based off Tashun, because the menu's really, really similar. And it was absolutely delicious. So we had a saag paneer, their kind of like house special smoked tomato butter chicken. Holy shit. Which was phenomenal. Some chicken tikka and a couple of naans and some rice very basic order but when i do
1: indian i do it basic you know i'm not prepared to write it out i just know i had a butter chicken on friday would like whatever day it was last week so honestly you can't beat it and i know it's so white and westernized but shit, you honestly can't beat it it's so you cannot beat it my brother was giving me shit like oh do you ever order anything more exotic and i was like no between you and me uh no and i never will yeah totally so yeah that's what I had it was absolutely delicious those cinnamon rolls you put in your story too look unbelievable I keep thinking about them.
0: they were honestly amazing and I was I, I put up like a request for recommendations and people quite a few people said to go there and they did not disappoint it was they were so so good we went back twice
1: Speaking of, who would you like to host for dinner this week or not host? I would love to host. I was listening to him today. He's one of my favorite artists. Oh, my God. And also speaking of this segment, Ariana Grande has now broken up with that guy. Has she? Who left his family for her. She's giving him space just to like work things out with his family, i.e. it got too dramatic and it looked bad on her. So she said, bye. Yeah, it's on her. Shame. Shame on you. That is what you get for leaving your newborn and your wife. It's so sad. It's so embarrassing. Now he's going to be begging for his wife back, and she seems like a badass, so she's going to say no. I hope she says no. Yeah, she seems quite iconic. Okay, sorry. Anyway, yeah, he's one of my favorite rappers from, like, way back. Um, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. I don't know him. Maybe. No, if you saw him. He's so talented. He's a comedian. He was on SNL. He's on on Community. Childish He... Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, that's his like rap name, Donald Glover. He wrote and produced, I think, and starred in Atlanta, which is an amazing show. And he's just got some – he he doesn't do as much music now, but he used to release the most phenomenal music. And, and he was on SNL? Yeah, I think so. Wow. He's a comedian. He is a like quadruple hyphenate, and he's super hot, and I'm obsessed with him. So I'm going to have him over for dinner. Great. hes I'll come over just to see who he is. I think he's got a kid, but, like, I can overlook that. You know, I I can be a stepmother for you. And that's what I want to have because he's phenomenal and super talented and um, I'd, like, to pick his brain and then maybe propose or something like that. What's our motto? Throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. I love this. So much. (laughs) Sorry, but that's also what happened. Like, Squeaky Wheel gets the oil. Like, if I hadn't run to the front of that or, like, tried to get through security fast, I wouldn't have gotten on the train because I asked and they said no then I ran to the front and like showed that there was like a lovely American couple. And I was like, I'm so sorry. My connector was like, no, like. Go You've got to like set your mind to, I'm going
0: to make this flight or I'm going to make this train or whatever it is. 100%. And then whatever obstacle comes
1: in your way, it's not an obstacle to you because you're just like, I'm making this, you know? 100%. Like they don't care. It took two seconds for them to check my passport. Like, and also then you don't feel embarrassed when you're like running around with, like a heapless yeah. chicken. You feel like I'm sprinting goal. to that gate. You're not like, Looking around like, ah, oh, I'm walking at a normal pace. Like, try not to look crazy. <laughs> Who are you gonna have?
0: Um, so this week I am having Harry Styles. Oh, <gasps> oh my God! Can I please? Come? I actually don't love him that much. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it physically hurts. I me. just want to know if he wishes he had a more male audience, or
1: if he's happy with his female audience. He is one. 100% happy. Have you heard the lovely things he says about female fans? He said in the past, like, you know, you make fun of young girls for what they love, but like they they feel things more deeply than anyone and like they're such great fans to have. But also what, he like he's so sexy and he dresses so like effeminate and stuff. I think he's, ca- he's catering to that audience. So you've got to assume he wants it. He's trying to attract. Do you not think though he wants to be like seen
0: as more of like a musical icon, which would then sort of require you to
1: have both as an audience. It's such an—I would never have thought of this. How did you even think of I this? think about it a lot. <laughs> go down that road. Like... Fuck the male audience. They've got, I don't know, Bruno Mars. I don't know who boys listen At the moment, he will go down in history as being like
0: a female music icon, I guess. But he won't be someone like Queen.
1: I think that they they maybe did start... I actually don't know enough about it. My mum would know I can ask her tonight. But I think they might have started as... No, they didn't. He's one of the top-selling artists of all time. Like I reckon, he's probably pretty happy. He's still maybe. Also, he's got he's got fifty percent of the population. That's a pretty good. Yeah, announce. I
0: mean, I I am not saying he w- he would be unhappy with it. I'm just interested into whether or not in his goals he wants to capture more of a balanced audience than just young girls.
1: I mean, probably. I guess any performer wants to be universally appealing.
0: He might he might just be like totally. Into that audience and just plays and caters to it so intensely because he knows he's got it, knows his target market really well. And he likes it. Yeah, likes yeah. it. And
1: in which case, he doesn't really give a shit. I don't know. I just want to know. I reckon he- young girls, it would be quite overwhelming as well. Like, I've seen videos where on his world tour, because he says, and he says, does the same songs and says the same stuff between songs in each show. And now girls are like going to numerous shows and watching them on TikTok and then they go there and like yell his words with him. I can even say stuff like, "You know, I'm just so grateful for it." And they say it word for word with him, and he's just like, "I've seen videos where he's just looking around like this is a bit it's much. so creepy." It's like Taylor Swift, just the fans. are... Yeah, they're a
0: bit much. On another leaf. a bit much. I can't even imagine having fans that would that into you. Like it would, it'd be quite overwhelming. What do you mean? We, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Controversially, I actually don't love that Harry Styles wears dresses. I feel like. Dresses should be reserved for, I, it annoys me that he gets to be like a straight man and still wear a dress. Like I love that as a girl, I get to wear a dress and boys, I just think have such boring clothes and I've always felt sorry for boys because I think their clothes are so boring and we get all they get to wear is t-shirts and pants or shorts and shirts, whereas we get like a raft of stuff. But then when a straight male, well, maybe straight to be confirmed if he is, comes in and gets to start wearing our clothes. I'm like, you just get it all. You get the best of everything. I don't
1: know if I want to (laughs) touch this, to be honest. Just sitting here with a grimace on my face. I'm like, oh, are we going here? A, I think there's more to being a woman than wearing dresses. I I think there's a lot of benefits. (laughs) Oh, there's not. B, B, (laughs) that's it, baby. Strong gust in your history. But apart from that, dress is great. I think it's really good because I'm sick of this, like, you know, such strong gender categories. I think he's a great example for men not having to be tough all the time and not having to be, you know, machismo and, and stuff. So I like it. I think it's cool. And I think it sets a really good example for people who want to be a bit different and don't want to dress in their boring shirts and trousers. I get what you mean if, you know, there are a lot of downsides to being, a lot of downsides to being fluent. And, and he's getting one of the fun ones, but I don't think it detracts from us. I think he does enough for women and loves and supports his female fans and makes music for us. I think we can let him have this.
0: Yeah, us. fair. I can get you. Yeah, so... That's why I want to have him for dinner. And what I'm making for him is black bean tacos with sweet corn salsa because he loves tacos and he loves sweet corn. So I thought I'd make the sweet oh corn God, into a salsa yum. for him. And I feel like he'd
1: like veggie. Don't know why, just a gut feel. So we're
0: going with black bean.
1: He's definitely in phenomenal nick, so he probably does eat quite well. His body, eh? Oh, my God. Well, I'll be at that dinner. I can't wait. But you're going to have to be quiet when I critique his outfit. Has <laughs> if you're listening. Give us a bell and no doubt you are. Give us a little ring a ling ling and we'll set it up. I can make myself pretty available. <laughs> I'm sure you. After my parents go, I wouldn't know how to act around them. I would be feral. I reckon I'd faint. It's like when you, I freeze around famous people too. Like when I literally, when I bumped into Oprah in that street and she said, Oh, sorry. And I realized who it was and I froze and just sort of, we we're in an alley and I just like froze and fell back against the wall and just stared at her. She would have been I always like, are you think all good? your money stops when you when people don't
0: recognize you or don't care for you. So I'm going to go full tit on it and
1: expect a hello, a how are you, a chat photo. No, but I get, I get overwhelmed. I remember mum reminded me, I actually still remember this when I think I was about three, and I loved the Wiggles, and we went to St. Luke's to meet them, and I remember I couldn't speak to them, and I hid behind mum, and I regretted it for so long because I was like, I love them. I got so confused why I... I got overwhelmed. Mum finally let, like played the pod for Dad. I think she'd like be trying to protect him from it. because we do so, because I I swear a lot and and I was like oh I hope the swearing's okay. He was like it's fine. Must have been words you learned at school. Definitely didn't pick them up at home. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sure, Mike, but he's he, yeah he thinks, he thinks it's funny. So that's that's a plus. Oh, that's great news. That is great news. They're so cute and they've all listened to it and been like quoting me back stuff my brother was annoying me and I was like telling him off on the trip and he was like oh I've been listening to the podcast I want to hang out with the podcast Emma she's so fun." <laughs> <laughs> she's <waving that. laughs> sorry you get little sister who gets really pissed off at you Emma. <laughs> um what are you watching or reading this week I am still reading that Bang Average book, Thursday Murder Club. Is it average? I don't think I've gotten into it yet. You were dead right when you said on the last pod that I wouldn't pick up my Kindle books. <laughs> Not once. you lie down on the beach and then one of the kids is like flicking you with water or like dragging you to make a sandcastle. And like, there's no peace. That's going to be
0: one rule in my house forever is that we, have, we will have no water guns. It's
1: like my worst nightmare. I loved those. And I had that... F- I was best friends with the girl who lived at our school, and so we'd have on her birthday we'd have water fights all over the school. It was I amazing. never liked water fights, even when I was part of them. I never liked them. Really, <laughs>
0: I did. <even laughs> I also hated those bumper boats at Rainbow's Inn because you'd get in and and you'd yeah. have to sit down in it. You're wet for the rest of the day. Yes, true. That's fair. It's I just I hate it. Like if I'm gonna be wet, I need to be like swimming. You know.
1: Yes, I agree. And also that like, feeling of them being like slightly damp the rest of the day is so gross. Horrible.
0: And that's why I don't like water guns. So we won't be having water guns in my house. We actually already briefed Sam on it. What did he say? He said, we are having water guns. They're the most fun thing
1: ever. And I said, no. Nope. They are. What about Nerf guns? No, I don't like them either. I don't like having things shot at me. It's yeah. not very nice. Yeah. I don't really like any like gun
0: stuff. People give them as gifts. And that's where that ah, becomes an
1: issue. Well, they won't anymore. Yeah, I'll broadcast this far and wide. Now yeah, they know your stance? Yeah, exactly. And sorry, and then I'm watching Midnight Mass, which is one of the... You know Mike Flanagan? He makes um, He made Haunting of Hill House and Woodnick of Bly Manor? I haven't heard of any of them. Midnight Murder, Midnight Clive or something. Oh, okay, well, he... And he uses... I love it when people do this. He uses the same cast in each show, but playing different characters, kind of like American Horror Story. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty spooky. It's got religious undertones and... I'm really enjoying
0: it. Great. Is that what American Horror Story does? Uses the same people in each episode? Yes, that's right. Playing different characters. In each season. I've never watched that. I watched one episode and it was so creepy and weird that I was like, this is not for me. Do you remember which season you watched? No, but I watched it with one of our friends. She was watching it and I was staying with her in Dunedin. Ah, yes, I remember. And I was like, this is absolutely twisted and not for <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> I thought Horror Story was quite good, but then it did get a little too too creepy.
0: Yeah, like I find Harry Potter a bit scary. Oh, more
1: sweet girl. I'm very precious. <laughs> yeah. What are you watching?
0: I am watching Gossip Girl. <gasps> I'm back.
1: Oh, my God. Love. So good. And do you know what? You <laughs> texted me yesterday about Gossip Girl, and the, my friend who I stayed with in Amsterdam had been watching it, so I'd seen some that night. It's such a small world. I was actually laughing because so I was watching
0: it on the plane um, on the way here this morning, and I was laughing at the fact that the Humphrey family have this like amazing Brooklyn downtown Williamsburg, I think it is. I'm pretty sure they have one of the yes. bridge in williamsburg and then and then they go inside their apartment. It's like huge it has a massive kitchen living room, but like a full catered dining table down the middle of it, plus three bedrooms, and everybody's like talks about them as though they're absolute dirt like absolute dirt.
1: povo. <laughs> That would be some of the world's most expensive real estate. It's <laughs> massive too. And they just think it's like a poor house because they have a slide up separator between the kids' two <laughs> bedrooms. And it's so nice. like It's such it's a so cool nice. Ab- and everyone's
0: like, ooh, they're disgusting. And also they, they go to like a really expensive school. It doesn't
1: say yeah. whether they're on scholarship or not, but you, you'd assume not if you've got both kids there. Yeah. No, no, no. They're not on scholarly. I think it's like Rufus's old. I guess their mum is an art curator. They've got money. They just don't have upper east side money, I think. They're probably the Rufus, the the what are their names? The Humphreys? The Rufuses. They they are rich. I reckon they're just not like trust fund, endowment fund rich. Maybe his band was more successful than he bets on. I think they were. They were a really big deal. Why am I so arrested? <laughs> what were their names? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Punters, please write in and tell us. I absolutely loved how many people got back to us about what that um scrumpy and wine or uh, not um pulse and scrumpy, pulse and wine. There were so many combinations people said there I absolutely loved. It was actually really helpful. It was great. Scratch that part of your brain that gets itchy when you don't know something, you know? what would you like to buy this week i would love so i've got a couple of got, well three weddings this year or summer and then three weddings in nz summer and i would love to have a different dress for each one nah. due to financial restrictions i will be renting a new dress for each one but yeah i love I, you know i love having a fresh dress to wear to a wedding you can always enter the euro millions see how you go tell them tell them how you self-soothe
0: I remember I'm like really flustered at work or like really stressed out about anything. I
1: just like to get myself calm again. I just think about what did you it's It really calms me down. It's so niche as a pacifier. Like I absolutely love it, and I think I might start. What do you picture like yourself on a yacht? Because that would be where my brain goes. No,
0: I picture like the early day, like the morning that I wake up and I see the email. Oh, so not you don't picture when you're rich. You picture no, the winning. A, I picture the win. <laughs>
1: And, like, how happy I would be knowing my future was so bright. The euphoria. Oh, you'd just get overwhelmed, wouldn't you? It's like in in The Sims after you use a cheat code and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so baller.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like just that (laughs) in the of, like, life's problems have gone away. And, like, they wouldn't be. You'd have different problems. But for that that day or couple of days, you'd be like, I'm the happiest person in the world, you know? Yeah.
1: As they say, you know, better to cry in a Ferrari than on the street. So true. Do they say? You definitely have problems, but like also the problems that rich people have. It's like that Bella Hadid video where she gets emotional telling everyone how she didn't get a designer bag or designer, she didn't get Louboutins till she was 17. And she's like, I get a bit emotional. And like, I get it. It's relative to you. All your friends would have been decked out in designer kit. That but was fact, tone deaf. That one. That was tone
0: deaf. Like they're um,
1: all so
0: divorced from reality. I really like the Hadid sisters. I really like Bella and Gigi, but I think that comment was particularly tone deaf. Like,
1: come on. That's up. their lives. <laughs> like, over. That's they are completely divorced from reality. Like, I just don't have any sympathy. It's the same as the video where Meghan Markle's crying with an yeah. Hermes rug on the sofa behind her. Like, I think people have different problems. But I'd love to see you go work a shift in a fast food joint and then tell me how hard it was not having But I think lube-tons. I can
0: reflect on things when I was younger that I thought were a really big deal at the time that I now look back on and think that was
1: tone deaf, you know? True. And a part of it, it And but that's the thing. It's not their fault. It's what you're exposed to. Exactly. And if they're spoiled or they're divorced from reality, it's actually not their fault. I remember stuff like we both had a very privileged upbringing and I'm sure I would have thought and said stuff that I had no idea was definitely I remember us not going on a holiday
0: and me being disappointed with that you know like 100% I would never sit there and get emotional about it now and be like it was so hard for me whenever I went to Fiji and I didn't
1: you yeah, know yeah, 100% or I had a friend every year she'd go to Europe with her parents I remember saying to my parents when I was like 12 like why don't we go to Europe and they would looked at me like I had just like aimed a gun at their head are you, they're like are you for real You know, like, but I would never be like, I never went to Europe. Exactly. Yeah, you're so right. It's about, you can be miffed at the time if it's what you're surrounded by, but like, you do not get to look back on it and still cry on TV. The other shocker
0: from Megan Markle was when she said she wasn't okay when she was in Africa doing that tour. Like, I just think... I get she wasn't okay. But oh, that was mental health stuff, though. But
1: Totally it was, but it just, yeah. it just wasn't the right place to answer that question. You know, I do completely agree. That girl is, is very wrapped up in her own head. So, yes, I would like to buy some dresses. Now, Alex, what would you like to buy this week? I would like to
0: buy some Lululemon flared tights. I've been wanting them for a really long time, and I've had so many pregnant friends recommend them just because they're so easy and comfy. And one of my friends even wore them to work at the end of her pregnancy because it was like the only trousers that she could fit from bump to whatever I have post birth. Oh, whatever you, you have.
1: flop sounds. Floppy little tom. Hey, yeah. I don't understand how something could fit both times. And it needs to be really are they really stretchy? Because how would it fit your bump and your normal flat tummy? I think they're just really stretchy, but I think you buy the size that you would be. When you're flat, I hope that they don't stretch too much with the bump. Wouldn't it be uncomfortable in your bump if you're wearing like a size 10, but with the bump you're like a 14 around the waist? Well, yeah, that's been kind of my blocker from buying them, to be honest, is I just haven't known what size
0: to get, blah, blah, blah. But I do, I just think, I think about them way too much. And you know, if something's still on your mind six months later, you should probably just go buy them.
1: A hundred percent, yeah. That's true.
0: They are expensive though. They're really expensive. Apparently it's cheaper back in New Zealand, actually. So if anyone's there, that. Uh,
1: I've heard yeah. that it's like half price. A lot of stuff is like Sir the Label, um, yeah. Paris, Min. Georgia, Zimmerman. It's all so much cheaper at home. They basically just change the currency symbol on the front of the number. Literally. It's the same like amount <laughs> Yeah, in a different currency. That's a really good one. Can I ask, though, I hear a lot of talk about flared leggings, <laughs> and I struggle. I just imagine the flare part. like flapping around your feet while you're wearing your sports shoes. It's not a vibe. It's not like wearing a pair of flared pants out when you're wearing like cute boots. It's like, what are <laughs> they like, does it just flop around your like laces? Like I I struggle to see it being a aesthetically pleasing um combination. I guess they do.
0: I think they do flop around <laughs> your laces and shoes. Why not just wear <laughs> normal tight ones? I think they're just a bit more lounge weary. Okay. But
1: Let me buy them and I'll give them back to you on why. I'm interested. I'm curious. This is the second (laughs) debate we've had today. There was also, back to Alex's phone case, um, a debate today in our group chat about lilac versus brown. I think brown would be shocking color for a phone case. Pooh, brown. B for real. Our other friends have said it's chic. It's so much nicer than lilac. I'm like, A... lilac as cute as hell and B, poo brown every day you look at that i just don't i just don't get it it's not pretty it's not cute <laughs> it's fecal yeah but brown is quite chic you know with the right outfit
0: but i do know where you're coming from
1: what are you going to wear it around your neck like a necklace that's why i like the stone gray color that's chic and understated without the s- sewage your big slab of concrete that you rock around Well, yeah,
0: I still haven't bought a phone case. Thank you for announcing that on the pod, everyone. After I said I was going to buy
1: one. (laughs) I sent her her a really nice one on Amazon, and she said, Oh, that's so chunky. And her other friend said, Like a transformer, if you will. Yeah, not the best. I'm um, just making a little drink here. Sorry. I'm making spritzes today because I've had no water. So it's half rose, half spiky water. And my God, is it drinkable? I've had two thirds of a bottle, and I haven't even noticed it. I feel hydrated i feel dewy i feel plump you know i'm breaking out so badly so because they lost my bag i had to buy a whole new wardrobe well i bought two dresses two hideous dresses and some skincare in amsterdam airport and i'm gonna to have to try comp it all back but the options were dire and the skincare is fine i bought all i bought all la roche posay but it's broken me out really badly
0: oh that's so annoying do you think you'll be able to
1: all your skincare compensated Shit, yeah. You're allowed to buy toiletries. I bought some cute um, knickers. I bought a dress. I bought a bra. I bought a bunch of skincare, some makeup. Honestly, like, I bought some really cute PJs. I need to sleep in clothes and I need underwear and I need skincare. Yeah. Yeah. They're 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 lucky I didn't do more damage. I am nervous, though.
0: It's like, what's reasonable, you know? Like, that's all they give you is the guideline, is reasonable spend.
1: It's like, well, my reasonable spend could be really different to someone else's. Yeah. And I was tell- talking to your mom about it. And she was like, well, what if you're used to being in designer clothing? Is it like, exactly. you know, exactly. W- and then I was thinking, is it like with alimony or with um, a marital, you know, divorce payments, you become accustomed to a certain lifestyle? Well, then is KLM going to pay for my accustomed lifestyle? Or are they expecting me to, like, I don't know, slather on some Cetaphil and haul it a day? Like, no one can be sure. I spent 100 pounds at the pharmacy, <laughs> they, ha- they have to comp me. And if they don't, I'll be very, very upset. And I'll be selling. I'll be selling a bundle <laughs> to any listener, 10% off. i will be selling a I'll be selling a bundle of La Roche posay And like there's some like travel toothpaste. I'll throw that in for free. Generous of you. <laughs> I am a kind and generous God.
0: Moving on to then. Our favourite section, Letters from the Fans. And I've selected two great ones today. Hi, Alex and Emma. I'm really enjoying your podcast. You're way too young for me. (laughs) Sounds like it's a guy.
1: No, it makes me sad. That makes me sad when people say that because that's not, sometimes my mum, I'll show her a beautiful dress. I'll be like sort of great on you. And she's like, oh no, that's far too young for me. And I can, I feel it now. Like my little sister tried to lend me some shorts. I was like, oh no, no, they're too short for me. It makes me really sad when people say that because we're not too young for you. We're both pretty old at heart. Well, Alex, you are. And we are for everyone. And we love you listening. And we're very grateful to have you. So don't say you're too old for us.
0: Agree, agree. You're way too young for me, but have so much, but you have so much fun that I love it. I loved hearing about Amelia Clark. Years ago, she rented our first house in LA, a three-story, lots-of-glass, very cool townhouse with a rooftop pool. Very open plan and really only f- doors for the bedrooms. It was LA summer and a heat wave and she cracked the shits. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't cool the house down to 62 degrees. That's 16 degrees Celsius. It was ridiculous. She went on the Alan show and left her mug at home, so we have an Amelia Clark's Allen show mug. I have since changed my mind about her and think she's super cute and bubbly, but there is my brush with her. I understand after that she bought her own place in Venice. Can you imagine how cold 16 degrees would be? <laughs> Alex, you would not like that madness.
1: <laughs> so true. Frosty nipple behavior. Absolutely not. Thank you so much for your message that Honestly Manus loves. I was so at soon. the end of it? We loved yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's it. I remember writing back to her and just being like, I haven't heard the term crack the shits, so I love yeah, It's such so a good, good term. I'm going to bring so that back good. into
0: my vocab. Absolutely. Okay, our next message. Hi, Alex and Emma. Love, love the pod. People are so nice to us. People are so nice. I was just wondering if you would be able to talk about or even do an episode dedicated to how, why, when, et cetera, you moved to London and any advice you would give to anyone looking to do the same. I've always wanted to move there since I was young, so I'd be keen for some more insight. Thanks. Love it. This is a question we get a lot, actually. All the so we have raised it, and it's so hard because I'm, I'm, I feel like we both moved a while ago. So to try and like get back into that headspace and reflect on it, I find quite challenging for like why I moved and how
1: I did it. But we've told people we'll give it a go, so let's give it a go. I also find it hard to find a balance between saying why I left but not criticizing New Zealand. Yeah, so true because New Zealand is great, and lots of our friends still live there, and I don't want to say something that's. Or that condemns New Zealand, but yeah, you know, for, for me personally, I love London. I love how busy it is. I love how much is going on. And most of, most of our friends are here at the moment, which yeah, it does is also a pull factor. Like I think so many Kiwis move here. It's super, super. It's an easy move. There's lots of recruiters geared for it. There's so much information about it. The language is the same. Exactly. I can practice law here without converting, which helps as well. That was part a big Pull for it. For me, I had always wanted to move to London. I actually didn't
0: really know why. I think just because it is such a common move. Once I got here, I I just absolutely loved the city from day one. Like I loved being in what feels like you're kind of in the center of the world. Which I know you'd sort of call the US the center of the world more, but you're you're in a place where like time was invented and oh Greenwich. You just of yeah. Course. You just sort of feel things make more sense? you get a better perspective of the world and I don't think you can ever get that unless you move to a different country and I'm sure if we if I moved again to Asia or India or somewhere else, you'd get a totally different perspective again. But I don't think you can truly understand the world until you have or a part of the world that isn't yours. Until you have moved elsewhere,
1: I get yeah, I get what you mean. You're so right that like being out of New Zealand, it's kind of like when you move to uni and you have like a really intense period of personal growth because it's so uncomfortable. And like even though moving to London is a relatively easy move, it sort of pushes you out of your comfort zone. You Definitely. have to sort of fit in and fuck off. Another favorite saying of ours: um, "It's still hard, and it's really, really hard being away from your family." I will yeah, say that.
0: And things go wrong all the time when you
1: first yes, move. It's like- adapt I still get the wrong train every which way
0: there's so many things that go wrong all the time but you it, at first those all feel like a really big deal and then the more that it happens it's just water off a duck's yeah. back and it just doesn't it doesn't yeah. bother you and I think that's really good for you as well not being precious because I think New Zealand is quite easy in
1: the fact that you're sort of like always in your car you're quite comfortable makes you more resilient being here I think as well but also the other thing I think we have discussed this before you and I Alex and um the other nice thing is that even if you don't have family and things do feel really hard, which they do, because especially being single, you can it can be quite expensive and lots of stuff can sort of feel very challenging, like moving around. Like I went through a breakup and all I wanted was to go home. And if I I was looking for a new flat, because I was moving out of that flat from my boyfriend, I was like, I could just move in with my parents if I was at home. You sort of have to move through it. But the good thing is here, you've got we've got such a good network. Like we said, so many Kiwis do move here. Yeah, we have so many friends who you end up becoming sort of like your family. You know, you do every birthday together, every Christmas together. And and that's also so nice as well because no one ever has any other obligations, you know, apart from your like job and your friends are your whole world, which is, is a pretty like pretty cool experience. I think levels up your friendships massively. Shit, yeah. Like I rely, you guys have to be my family on my birthday or I'll have a breakdown. Do you know what I mean? Your friends don't bail on you overseas either, I find. Like, everyone's
0: always there. Everybody turns up. You're never, like, left at the lurch. No one Um, flakes. Yeah, people are really amazing like that. And I think it's not something that's ever discussed, but I think it's just that subconscious
1: knowledge that nobody has anyone else. So if you don't go, that's so true, isn't it? I've never thought about that. People don't really bail here. Like, they front up. Yeah.
0: People are really good to each other here. Like, friendships are really strong and people treat each other
1: really well. Yeah, and that's sort of in lieu of the of the family stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I also think it's just amazing living in a big city. Like, it's London is so much fun. It's so, like, your life here is quite easy. Like, you sort of live in a village essentially. Wherever you live will have your local dry cleaner, your gym. Um, your supermarket, everything you need within walking distance. You don't have to leave your borough if you don't need to. Like, it's amazing how easy life can be. You should probably leave your
1: borough more often.
0: <laughs> yeah, I should.
1: <laughs> She's a snob these days, people.
0: <laughs> what was I going to say now? I've forgotten. If you do want to leave, the public transport is absolutely incredible. And you never have to worry about driving, drinking, you can just live quite, and it's quite easy in that sense that so you can always get yourself home
1: on the tube or the bus no matter what time. It is, it is. You never have to worry about having two lines and driving or like doing anything. I think it's also why people are just up for it, go out, yeah. have fun and then you can just get yourself home. It's it's so easy. And you can cycle everywhere in London, that's awesome as well. Like you don't, but it's 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 very convenient. You learn a lot about yourself, but I think you also learn
0: a lot about the world and other cultures and the Brits are so similar to us in terms of culture, but there's also so many differences, and it's really hilarious and amazing yeah. to learn about yeah. their culture, yeah. and just seeing how British they are all the time.
1: London's also so multicultural. I love it. Like there's so much that I would just never have been exposed to. Definitely, and yeah, you, you're so right. You learn something. Like I've, i you know, I've lived in this is the second place outside of New Zealand I've lived in, and you learn different stuff each time do you know what I was I've said this to you before I think that also I um, am finding London so comfortable now that I'm almost like I should move on and find a new challenge but it's also so nice here and I'm scared I, I would feel like I'd be quite lonely if if I moved away somewhere I'd miss everyone too much I do feel
0: like London's often the sort of place where as you're walking down the street like walking to work home from work to catch up with friends anywhere you're like, this is amazing. I love living here. I love my life here. Like, I often think that. I think I would probably think that most days. It does not rain nearly as much as it rains back home. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> From home being Auckland, sorry. Yeah, it, do- it honestly it does not rain here that much at all. And yes, the days can be very grey, but there's also plenty of blue sky to get you through. Yeah.
1: It's more like, it's akin to something like Dunedin, where it's cold and clear, um, yeah quite often, as opposed to being just misty, definitely and rainy. so yeah, um, we may need to cut that segment down a bit, so it's quite long. We're like, it's just so great.
0: well, well she wanted she wanted a full episode on it, so I feel like we had to <laughs>
1: really, yeah, and she's probably like the eighth person who's asked about definitely why why we moved to London. and most of us had planned to just come over for our two year visa. And apart from friends who had to go home because they their visa ran out and they didn't uh, didn't get sponsored, say, uh, have stayed on. Mm. 90% of our friends who could stay on did, which I think says it all. It's a good lifestyle. I think it can – the the longer you stay here, the harder the move home is. Definitely. Um, you know, the your routes go, I guess. But that is a future Emma problem, and we won't cross that bridge until we come to it. What have you learned on social media this week? I had a really good one and I was like, I don't want to do it now because I've just been on a family holiday and people think it's about my family. But fortunately for me, it's not. But I thought this was really good. I saw it on a, um, there was an Instagram post where someone had asked for advice about a family member who had formerly been abusive. I think it was her mum, And then, so she'd cut ties with her and now she has her own daughter and her mum's now sick and old. And needs her to come and look after her in her old age. Oh, gosh. And the, the woman asking for advice is saying, I feel so guilty. She's my mum, but and I always have wanted to help her and help fix our relationship. And the person wrote back, you can't fix something you didn't break. Nah. And I thought that was phenomenal advice. If you are trying to help someone or you've got a difficult relationship with someone and there's only so much you can do, you know, you can't change someone who doesn't want to change. And you can't fix someone that you didn't break. So don't beat yourself up if you're trying to make change with someone and it's not working because chances are it's nothing to do with you and you can't help.
0: Love that. Um well, my one isn't quite so sentimental. it is I learned on social media this week that there is overwhelming evidence that Hitler actually didn't die and escape.
1: Oh,
0: Alex, come on. I watched an interview with a journalist who said there's more evidence to suggest that he escaped through the German train system because his bunker led to another bunker, which led to another bunker, which eventually led to the trains. And there's more evidence to suggest that he left Europe than he actually died. So he shot himself and then the russians found him and set him on fire and then the only way they identified that it was him that was the remains was there were some teeth and the russians tested the teeth and said yes it was him so it, i actually i'm actually a bit torn with what i believe but i i think regardless they did the right thing by saying he's dead You know, like the world needed him to be dead.
1: Correct. Although, couldn't you, if we'd see that he was alive, wouldn't people have hunted him down? I've told you this before. All the Nazis went to South America. Well,
0: yeah, that's the theory that he went there. That's the theory that he went, because they had no extradition laws. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I learned.
1: Interesting. Not sure if I believe it. not sure how I feel about it, but. Yeah. yeah. Tell us your thoughts. Also, sorry, while while we're here, I once read a book about, it was a really, really good book. It was like a journalist slash private investigator, and he discovered this um, secret society of Nazis and other people who'd found a way to live forever. So I can't remember the name of the book. No Google search has ever turned it up. If you know the name of this book, please tell me because it kills me every single day. I want to reread it. I don't know what it's called. And all I can remember is it's about immortal Nazis and a journalist. Um, that's a fun one. I mean, sorry, well... Not that fun. Oh my god, please cut that. I don't know what's happened to me in the last 20 minutes. I've gone fully brain dead. You sound tired. I think you're really tired. I'm shattered. It's not a fun one. Correction. Sorry, guys. Sometimes my mouth says things mm-hmm. before my brain has a chance to <clears throat> stop it. I mean, I hope he just died, to be honest. I, re- I mean, who wouldn't? I really, really hope he died. If he moved to Argentina and was kicking back on the beach with a pina colada and his chick Eva Braun instead of being dead I would like oh man I don't know what I'd do to be honest
0: that's the thing I think the narrative that he's dead is that they did the right thing regardless of whether he was because I don't think saying that he escaped was
1: there's no peace in that for anyone yeah exactly and he had too many supporters for him to ever get found really look how long it took him to find bin Laden with all the technology they had they would never have found Hitler do you have a takeaway for us today? Very quick one is um, self discovery over self improvement. You know, there are people who are living in the space of like, oh, I need to do this. And once I've done that, I'll be this. Or once I've done that, I'll be this. And they're never just sitting comfortably with who they are. They're always looking for a new way to improve. It's a form of insecurity. It's a form of um, not being comfortable with yourself. And instead, it's a nice way. It's nicer to just look at. Getting to know yourself better and thinking, you know, oh, if I did, maybe I could do this or maybe I could do that. So you can still grow and learn, but not always feel like you need to be better and need to be more and have more achievements. It's instead getting to know what you can do, what you're good at, and um, just get to know yourself.
0: I really like that. That is a great takeaway. Mine this week is different to what you usually hear. I'm just going to say more what my one is. Complain about things that you can't change. Don't complain about things that you can. So people usually say, don't complain. Don't complain about things you can't change. But I think, isn't it? I whole love point? that so that if you much. can't <laughs> change it, you should be entitled <laughs> to complain about it. Like yes, can't change getting your period every month. So like bitch and moan, you know, baby. Yeah, like complain every single month. That it really sucks. It's nothing. Well, suppose you go on the pill. So there you go, you can No, change. you can't. Not all of us can. Right. You know, females in general get that every month. So you should be entitled to complain about things that you can't change. If you could change it, you shouldn't be complaining about it because you can go do something about
1: it. You should just be changing it. Exactly. That's so I'm not such a good one. I love that because I remember one of our friends was like, oh, I shouldn't really complain about this. There's nothing I can do. And we were like, no. Yeah. Complain not, away. It shouldn't be
0: the opposite. So. Yeah, if, if you can't do anything about it, then you should be complaining
1: until you're blue in the face, you know? I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you, yeah, exactly, if you if you can't do anything about it, I want to hear it. I'll be your agony aunt. Tell me everything. everything. It sounds exactly. terrible. I'm and so if, sorry this is happening to you and you can't you do anything If you can about change it. it,
0: then don't complain. Just go out and sort it out. Like I can complain to you about the fact my bag
1: is lost because there's nothing I can do.
0: Exactly.
1: I love that so much.
0: So, yeah, there you go. shaking him up shaking it up with the advice
1: <laughs> so cool. that's all we have time for today thank that you is. so much for listening as always amazing lovely people
0: we love hearing from you too so please always feel free to write in um keep takeaways on instagram is probably the easiest but also we've got takeawayspodcast at gmail.com if you would prefer to send us an email um and thank you so much to everybody who has written in so far we so 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 love and appreciate it keep them yeah. coming we absolutely love you All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.